Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Roslyn's Corner. Hey, you know what? I miss everybody. I know I've been... Uh, a little absent here for uh, one one of my shows here, but that's okay. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Um, I'm hoping everybody's having a, a safe and uh, festive holiday out there. You know, just stay safe, everybody. Um, but tonight, you know, um, before we even go into anything, you know, I always like to talk about our company, T25CL. Oh, man, look here. We've been doing some great things uh, with our show Um if you see me on Facebook at Rosalind Jordan Mills, go to Facebook and uh, just friend me if you want to friend me, okay? And you'll see the great things that we've been doing. I had a great show with uh, The Temptations. We had a, a very merry Motown Christmas at the Space. Yes, we did have a great time. Yes, we did. Had a great turnout. Uh, people from all over, uh, you know, uh, could have been more. We would, of course, expect more, but that'll come later on. But uh, we had a great time. Uh, I had a, did a, uh, what you call it, a, a tribute to the ladies of Motown. I did me a couple of Brenda Holloway songs. I did a Miss Barbara Lewis song. I did a Gladys Knight, neither one of us, and, and of course, the tenths, I mean, the five tempting men doing their temptation review, they are always off the chain, okay? And hey, but look, we're doing, looking to do even more, you know, greater things uh, with the space. Um, uh, our partner, Ron James, oh man, look, he had a great time as well, okay? So just look for those things uh, our Facebook page, go to T25CL. And friend, you know, just give us a friend request. And, of course, we'll accept you and, you know, get you on so you have more information. Even on uh, Instagram, just look for our information. Go to our our webpage at www.t25cl and look at all the great things. And, look, you know, you have to view the movie United We Stand. Just go pay the $5.95. You can watch this movie as many times as you want within 48 hours. What movie can you watch for 40, within 48 hours repeatedly and pay $5.95, okay? And then to see a great, inspiring movie and entertaining as well. So, look, just go on our website and go there and go to www.t25cl.com and, of course, see what's going on. And we'll be having some more things going up, okay? So just stay tuned, everybody. Just stay tuned. All right? And, you know, tonight, I'm just going to have an open forum. But tonight, I really wanted to hone in because as we listen to people um, who are not Christians, it's okay. Um, But, you know, they all have a view on what Christmas 
really is, you know, the origin and, and what it really means. And we know that December 25th is not really the birth date of Jesus Christ. And so there are so many things that we need to know. Now, of course, we're not going to cover it all tonight, okay? I just want to hit on some of the basic things that we have questions about. Where did it come from? Even the Christmas tree, okay? The Christmas tree. How did that originate? So I'm going to, you know, hone in on a couple of these points right now. But the question is, what is the origin of Christmas? And some say in the, that the answer is that Christmas is a popular December holiday, okay, celebrated by a large number of people, billions of people, really, all around the world. It has long been known as the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ, okay, which occurred over 2,000 years ago. However, not all who celebrate the holiday do so with Jesus' birthday in mind. In fact, there are many traditions associated with Christmas that actually begin as far as, as a part of a pagan culture. Okay, bear with me here. The exact date of Jesus' birthday is, a, is an unknown, okay, as the Bible does not give, you know, specifics as the date of either his birth or conception. Okay, all we know that he was born in the Virgin Mary, some of the parches, died, crucified, and buried, and, and rose on the third day. Okay, but in the second century AD, which means after death, uh, I don't, okay, I'm not going to go that way. Um, a Roman Christian historian named Sextus Julius Africanus calculated Jesus' birthday to be December 25th, nine months after Africanus believed Jesus was conceived. So in spite of the assumptions made by Africanus' line of thinking, the date was widely accepted. Okay, now, at that time, Roman culture already celebrated a holiday on December 25th, which they called Saturnalia, okay, uh, the winter solstice. And this tradition honored Saturn the god of agriculture, and was calculated and celebrated with, you know, merriment and feasting and gift-giving, okay? So when Roman eventually instituted Christianity as the state religion in the 4th century, the Roman church converted Saturnalia to a Christian holiday in order to commemorate Jesus' birth. So Christians have celebrated it as as far back or has celebrated as, you know, such ever since, okay, ever since then. So the question then becomes, since Christmas has, has its origins in pagan tradition, is it acceptable for Christians to celebrate it? Okay, now. The fact remains that although Christmas has some associations with a secular holiday, Christians still celebrate to remember the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, okay? It may be a matter of conscience for some, as for Paul, who states in uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 23, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, 
but not everything is constructive. There are many others who believe the holiday has been redeemed due to the deeper meaning that it has been given, okay? Um, these individuals continue to celebrate Christmas based on Paul's words further uh, on in the passage where it says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it for the glory and honor of God, okay? So now we go on and we say, well, okay, what is the meaning of Christmas, okay? So that was Christmas. Now, so we would talk about Christmas Day. And if you want to call in, call in at www.225cl.com, of course, and just log in, just listen in, okay? Oh, look, I've got a caller online already. Uh, caller, who's this online right now? Caller from New York. Must be my baby girl. Oh, hi. Hi, it's hi. Lisa calling in. <laughs> hey, Lisa, Lisa, Lee, Natty, how are you tonight? I'm good, good. It's a great topic. Um good. really don't know where to begin because I think we all have, a, I guess, different um, beliefs or, or I guess the origins of Christmas and uh, the uh, how we celebrate Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, I, I hear you bringing up, you know, the Christmas tree and, and all these uh, traditions that we, that we, you know, carry on year after year, but then we have to ask ourselves, um, is are we just doing this out of uh just out of habit or is there real meaning to the Christmas tree and the lights and the all the gifts and things? Mhm. Exactly, exactly. And there are so many um different aspects that's told about Christmas, okay? And and that's what I'm gonna go into tonight. Because when we think about, you know, the celebration of Christmas, Christmas traditions, uh, the customs, uh, the, the Christmas tree, you know, and everything that, 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 that is displayed just for Christmas. Um, when you talk about the, the, the tradition of the Christmas tree, um, there's what they call the Jesse, Jesse's trees, uh, Jesse trees are a very old Christmas tradition and first started in medieval times. They are used to help tell the story of the Bible from creation to the Christmas story. Okay, so the name comes from Jesse, who was the father of the of the great Jewish King David. Uh, one prophecy in the Bible, in the book of uh, Isaiah, says, uh, says um, a, sh- a shot came, a shot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and of power, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. For he will uh, delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees in it with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness. He will judge the needy with justice. He will give decision to the poor. See, a branch, like you know, an olive branch is a a, a branch giving out you know peace. A branch is a sign of new life, uh, new beginnings. Uh, Jesus was a descendant of King David, and Christians believe that Jesus is that new branch. So the first Jesse tree was large carvings or 
tapestries or even uh, stained glass windows uh, put in churches that helped um, illiterate people, people who couldn't read, to learn about the Bible from creation to the Christmas story. But now the Jesse trees are used as a kind of Advent calendar because you have the Advent calendar, you have the Gregorian calendar, you have the different calendars. But um, you can use uh, you can use a, a normal Christmas tree or a banner of the shape of the tree. So every day through Advent or sometimes just on the four Sundays of Advent, a special decoration or ornament similar to a, a, a Christmas or Christmas tree that tells the story of, uh, of from the Bible is hung on the tree. But now when you think about the tree, because there's different um, um, stories or, or, you know, tellings about the Christmas tree, because some say that it came from, a, a, you know, a, a pagan tradition, just like Christmas Day. When I just read this about, you know, how it, it started with, um, you know, the Romans, when the Romans turned, um, instituted Christianity as the state religion, which was the fourth century, you know, the, the Roman church converted Saturnalia, okay, to a Christian holiday. So when we as Christians think about, oh, well, now we didn't hit it now, that's how Christmas really began. So you think about all these things that have taken place. Well, let's think about Christmas Day, okay? Um, and then I'm going to let you comment. And anyone else wants to call in or hone in, you know, please do so, okay? Uh, look, we have somebody else on the line. Look, we have Chief on the line. Hello, Galaxy Chief. How are you, sir? Hey, look out, good people. How's it going? It is going fantastic. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm just a little tired, but I'm all right. I'm all right. Just taking care of the business. Taking care of the business. How's Sister Lisa today? Oh, everything's Uh good. Okay, (laughs) big up, Sister. You got to be on point. (laughs) Be on point. When they call my number, you got to be awake. Mm-hmm. Right. I think she's awake. She's awake. She's awake. All right. I'm awake. So. I think she's under that tree wrapping gifts, that forbidden tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, we, we're, we're going into, we're really delving into this, um, you know, the understanding. And, you know, so many times we think about Christmas, we love to celebrate, celebrate Christmas. Christmas and the Christmas trees and the lights and the gifts and gathering a family and everything else, but there's people there in this world, and I know as you with uh, your understanding and your delving into the real the realization of the traditions that have been brought over, um, you know, and translated um, from Northern Europe and different places, that, you know, we need to really be aware of, of what it is we're celebrating. Um, we, of course, we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, which to 25th is not his birthday. But, you know, from the Gregorian calendar, it was made to do so. But when we think about Christmas Day, I mean, it's a holiday um, in a whole lot, but not, not every country. Um, homes have Christmas trees, like I said, and other decorations all during the week leading to Christmas Day. Uh, some workplaces, you know, I don't have, I, I didn't decorate my, my office. Oh, my goodness. 
and decorate my office with a little Christmas ornament, but that's okay. Um, but workplaces hold Christmas parties um, uh, before Christmas Day, you know, festive activities, including exchanging gifts, singing Christmas carols, you know, going to parties. Um, it's a special time, of course, with kids, you know, they get their gifts, gifts and all that kind of stuff. But when you think about Christmas, what comes to mind? To you, I'm going to ask everybody who calls in, you know, what does Christmas really mean to you? And what have you been taught about Christmas? Okay. Um, You know, you think about um, Christmas Day, of course, it's a public holiday in many countries, including Australia, Canada, United Kingdom, of course, United States. Um, You know, government offices are are closed, you know, in, in the celebration. But when we go to thinking about Christmas Day um, and the wording Christmasse, uh, meaning Christ Mass, is an annual festive commemorating the birth of Jesus Christ, observed mostly, you know, commonly on December 25th, as a religious and cultural celebration among billions, billions of people around the world. Um, a feast central to the Christian uh, illiteral year. Uh, it is, you know, prepared by for the reason of Advent or the Nativity fast, and it, it initiates the season of Christmas tide, which historically or historically is the um, West last twelve days and com- culminates. 12 days of Christmas. Uh, that's always the 12th day of Christmas, but you will get to me, okay? So, in some traditions, the Christmas tide includes uh, what they call an octave, uh, okay? Which is an octave, or uh, this is two senses, senses, okay? Octave has two senses in Christian um, literature usage. In the first sense, it is the eighth day after a feast. Reckoning uh, inclusively, and some always fall on the same day of the week. But you know, it goes into all, you know different um, meanings of it. But when we get down to the the tradition of Christmas, the, na- the, the, the narrative of you know the nativity of Jesus, uh, delineate in the New Testament says that Jesus was born in Bethlehem, in accordance with the Masonic. Messianic prophecies, when Joseph and Mary arrived in the city, the inn had no room, and so they were uh, offered a stable. Of course, we all know the story, okay? But let me ask Chief. Chief? Mm -hmm. Yes. Where was Jesus born? Well, Jesus was born in Ethiopia. He was born in Africa. And, you know, and if you get into teachings outside of the scriptures, you can do your homework and you can research that out. There's a brother down there in L.A. by the name of uh, uh, Dr. Kwesi who um, teaches on this subject matter heavily. And he's done extensive research on the, the real truth about Jesus and, and the origins of him. 
So we do know that Jesus was born in East Africa. We do know that he was was black. We do know that he was not a, a, a Christian. We do know that he was not born in December. He was born somewhere around the, the first part of October, latter part of September, early October. He was born in due season when the sheep were in the field. The sheep were not in the field out there in East Africa in the month of December. It was very cold and, and had bad weather out there. So they were not out there harvesting sheep in, in December. And actually, December 25th was actually the birthday of Nimrod, who was a very, very wicked cat. And he was so wicked, he married his own mother. And, and, and this is who you're really uh, uh, celebrating, was the, the, the birth of, of Nimrod. And um, I also typed in some things in the scriptures from Jeremiah, where it talks about the history of the tree. And the tree, the origins came from Nimrod, who actually uh, planted that tree and was putting gifts under it on, on every uh, December 25th. Uh, reverencing the date of his own conception. And so, but my thing here is we got two things going on. The Christmas that we all knew as children coming up, yeah, it was a great day. It was a great fantasy. We all looked forward to it. We all knew that uh, December 24th was the day we just didn't sleep that night. It was just impossible to go to sleep in anticipation of getting uh, some surprises on that morning of December 25th. And even me personally, I have great memories of uh, this this month and this day and the camaraderie that, that surrounds it, the cakes and the cookies and the good food, the unity of the family and people being happy and exchanging gifts. I mean, I, I thought that was all great. You know, we weren't, and, and coming up, and I'm probably speaking on behalf of everybody on the phone, we weren't thinking of this in a theological text of um, who was born, who was not born. Is it a pagan holiday? Is this a real Christian holiday? Or, or whatever it was, we were just thinking about the camaraderie of it. And then as you grew a little bit older, then your friends got to telling you there was no such thing as a Santa Claus. And, and so you had to go through those withdrawals. And then as you start growing up more to an adult, okay, you fall into um, this ritual and you just, you just did it. You just dealt with it. You weren't thinking about the reality of it. You were just thinking about the camaraderie and, and the good time that's around it. And, and that part, when you just focus on that, it, it's all good. But then with the advent of the Internet and, and information being put out there, and then when you start doing research, you start finding out the things that we learned and the, and the habits that we practiced as we grew up out of our own ignorance. Everything that we learned was a lie. The birth of Jesus was a lie. The death of Jesus was a lie. None of it. It, it doesn't tie together at all. And 
the, 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 the theological aspect of all of this that was put upon us by the, the slave masters that when we were on the plantation, that when we were brought over here on the boats, we, you know, we were not Christians. We didn't know anything about Christians. We didn't hardly know anything about Jesus. But when we were brought over here and we sacrificed our holy names and were put given these Christian names and then forced the, their theologies, their mores, were put upon us, that's what we learned on the slave plantation, and henceforth, those rituals and habits, the dietary habits, and everything else became ours. And we we took on the, the Christian religion, we took on their paganistic rituals and holidays all the way up until this day, because we didn't know any better. But now, with with information out there, we have the ability to separate truth from falsehood. And even with the truth from falsehood being there, our people still want to follow false religion, paganistic rituals, and habits that will just keep you mentally subdued and just keep you in the mental grave of ignorance. But see, we have to break out of these habits. And once we break out of these habits and get into a degree of realism, then we can start experiencing prosperity, freedom, justice, and equality. But we just got to get out of all of this fake bull crap corn and get into something that is real. We have to take these mental chains of bondage from around our brain and get away from the crap, and we got to deal with with with, with reality. Mm, now, you, you went through a lot of things that a whole lot of people would definitely disagree with you with. Uh, go ahead. Um, I think we, but, but, we have online. We've got somebody else online. But, but here's the thing, it's not a matter of agreeing with me, it's a matter of what is true. And I'm not going to get on this radio and tell lies to people, but you just have to research it. It's not a matter of agreeing or disagreeing. you got to say, man, I ain't never heard that before, but let me check this out for myself and see if, if this cat is saying something or if he's on crack or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, who else we have online? I think we have uh, Alex online. Go ahead, Alex. How you doing? Uh oh, do we have Alex? No. Okay, Lisa. I am. I'm, I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just on mute. Um, how are you guys doing tonight? Great, great. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, very interesting topic. Um, so celebration of Christmas from what I'm hearing and Chief has given mm-hmm. us the dirty lowdown on um, an alternative point of view, right, um, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. a lot of people may or may not believe. Um, and I grew up in the church because I come from uh, one of those black families that uh, we had to go to church when we were kids. Right, and uh, yeah, Christmas yeah. was uh, something that was um, 
celebrated, not like we do in this country. It was more on a a religious type celebration with all of the things that we were trained up uh, in doing. Um, but you know, they they say when you know better, do better, right? So you know, in my opinion, this is only my opinion. Um, we we've been trained and conditioned to think a certain way because uh, we were only taught what our parents knew. Um, so being an older person, I I don't I don't necessarily believe in the original lessons that I got um, about Christmas. Um, I think that um, there's more to that story than we're being told. Um, So I I do agree with Chief. We need to learn our history. We need to do some research. And then uh, with the research that we do, we need to formulate our own opinions um, of uh, what we believe this season is. Mhm. You know, um even with uh, when we talk about um the um traditions of celebrating Christmas, the Christmas tree, the the candy canes. I mean, this I I learned this today about how candy canes, even candy canes came about uh in an origin and even that was a a, a paganistic ritual. When you think about Halloween, okay? And you think about people, you know, they are actually sacrificing animals, babies, um, um, you know, for that tradition of Halloween. And someone said today, you know, candy canes came about, and it's just what someone said from their opinion, that candy canes came about when um, they were um, sacrificing, they were actually sacrificing babies, pagan rituals were sacrificing babies. And when they were sacrificing babies, they showed it was the the blood, the way the blood ran down the body gave them the idea of candy canes. I mean, that was really heavy right there within itself, okay? Um, but then you think about a story uh, that says that a, a choir master in 1670 somewhere uh, was worried about a kid sitting around quiet all through uh, a long Christmas nativity service. So he gave them something to eat to keep them quiet. So as he wanted to remind them of Christmas, he made them uh, into a J shape like uh, the the uh, shepherd's hook to remind them of the, the shepherds that visited baby Jesus at the first Christmas. However, the earliest records of the candy cane came from over 200 years later. So the story, although it is rather nice, uh, probably wasn't true. So you think about all these things that 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 has come about. I mean, all these stories. There are so many stories. There are so many versions. Like you say, there, like Chief was saying, the reality of things that we really need to think about why we celebrate Christmas and what and what is the origin of all this. Even Christmas itself, the celebration of Christmas Day itself came from from a, a, a pagan origin. So um, when we think about the heaviness, and this is really a heavy topic. Because myself, being raised Christian, um, celebrating celebrating Christmas, like you know, we all when we kids, we want to get under the tree, do what we got, you know, eat the candy canes, um, love the Christmas tree, um, and the thing about the Christmas tree, uh, the origin of it, it wasn't that a, you know it was hung um, 
um, that it was put on the ground, but like it was reread in Jeremiah that it was, you know, um, nailed to stand and not and not move. The um, there's another version of it where the the actual tree itself was hung upside down. Now that's heavy. So when you think about all that is transpiring with this holiday, and and all the holidays that we celebrate, um, really, uh, Halloween and Christmas is the holidays that people celebrate the most. Okay, we celebrate Easter, okay, and Fourth uh, of July, Memorial Day, Labor Day. Okay, um, but when you think about Christmas and Halloween and how they transpired from paganism, it makes an individual who's been raised as a Christian, I love my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I love that I'm saved, I love that, you know, you died for me on the cross, you know, you think about all these things, like she was saying, even that was a lie, you think about how he really died, he died, he died on the street, they make the cross look nice and straight, no, it wasn't like that, I know that for a fact, but the thing is, is, as individuals, where does that take us, and how do we raise our children who sees all the beautiful lies and the beautiful trees and they want the gifts and, you know, and they want to celebrate Christmas because it's beautiful. They make it beautiful. Like in the Bible says, sin is, sin is beautiful. It's, it's sweet for, for a season. But when you sit down and really think about it, okay, no, um, no, that's not what we're here for. That's what I'm not what our life is all about. So uh, let me ask, you know, you guys can, you know, hone in on this. When I was talking about Christmas, although the month and the date of Jesus' birth was unknown um, by the early to mid-4th century, the Western Christian Church had placed Christmas on December 25th, which I was talking about the Gregorian calendar, which had been uh, adopted almost universally in civil calendars used in the countries throughout the world, throughout the world. But however, some Eastern Christian churches uh, celebrated Christmas uh, on the 25th of the older Julian, what you call a Julian calendar, which currently uh, corresponds to the January 7th in the Gregorian calendar. You think about, you know, man made this up. What, 25th? Like, we know that the Bible does not mention the actual date that Jesus was born. So it's really heavy. When you think about the origin, you see, I don't want to, you know, you, you think about Christmas is supposed to be lively and festive and fun and, you know, bringing the family together to really celebrate, you know, just being a, a family and loving one another, you know, instead of bringing it down, really, what is it really all about? But I think we really need to know what it's all about. How about you, Lisa? Do you think you really need to know what it's all about? Well. I, you know, I'm up in the air with it. I think it's important for us to know um, because it's important for us to know our past and and, and where these things come from. But um, um, I I I I like what Chief was saying. I think we really need to get back to the basics and 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 I think move away from all the symbolism with the trees and like you said, the candy cane. The thing you said about the candy cane, I never heard of that before. That 
really blew my mind. That was that was a so, true knowledge. He, yeah, I was gonna get him on the line because he, I mean, he was going on with so many stuff because this is what he does. This is his life. Okay, when we talk about religion and the origin of religion, and um, when you have someone who really that's all he does is study and gets into the, the nitty-gritty of everything, how it's transpired, um, it's, you sit up and take notice, okay? So when he's talked about the candy cane and how that really originated, like I said, there was a nice little story of it, you know, how, how the candy cane developed, you know, he wanted to make the candy cane like a little shepherd's, uh, shepherd's staff, you know, for the kids to sit around so they can eat and, you know, not be all over the place while they was in a service. But really, when you think about the candy cane, uh, how did it really, how did anybody really think about that? When you talk about sacrificing a baby and how they thought about in the pagan rituals, how the blood was running down the babies and how it made a circle around their bodies and it made, made them think, you know, of something so grotesque, you know. Candy cane, part of Christmas. Christmas trees, a part of Christmas. Like he uh, said in uh, Jeremiah, you know, learn not the way of the heathen, for the customs of the people are vain. For one cutteth a tree out of the forest, the work of the hand of the workman with the axe. They deck it with silver and with, I think you should have said foil, and they fasten it with nails, with hammers, that it move not. And that's really something, okay, that's Jesus' crucifixion. So um, go ahead, Alex, what's, what's your take on this? I think she's probably on, on mute, huh? That's all right. That's all right. Uh, no, but, no, I'm here. You're, okay. You were talking about the, the, with regards to the Christmas tree, my take on that? Yeah, any part of it, any part of it. When we talk about the symbolisms, like Lisa was saying, the symbolism of Christmas, the Christmas trees, like candy canes, um, you know, everything that we do during Christmas, um, getting down to the reality, when you think about, uh, for myself, like, I, I love get, coming together, you know, bringing family together, if, it take, if that's what it takes to bring families together, you know, and to celebrate, you know, just loving one another and being together. And knowing that um, is more to you know Christmas just than, than just exchanging gifts and putting decorations on a tree and all that kind of stuff. Um, right. But what is what is your take on that? Yeah. Um, well, as it relates to uh, Christmas tree, I I I was a victim of that type of mentality for many years. I liked it because I didn't know, and um, what really. Um, I think last year was the first year that I stopped putting up a Christmas tree in my whole adult life that I've been on my own. Um, and the reason why I did it was, uh, you know, I thought about the tree. I'm like, this is some, this is a tree that was doing fine in the forest. Why did I, why would I take a, a, a good tree that was doing fine growing and doing what, you know, the creator intended it to do? and put it in my living room for a few weeks, and then it's dead, and, and then nothing happens to it. I, I, I just felt really wrong about doing that, so I stopped. So no more tree for me as long as I, I, I live, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
the other part is, I mean, we don't need a special day to celebrate each other, but because we have our busy lives um, and, you know, it's rare that family gets together, I don't think we need to um, to use it as a... We can use it... We could put our own narrative on what we want it to be, right? So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people get an opportunity to be off work, to, you know, travel and, and have that time to be able to spend with their families, right? So um, I think we have to just make a decision within our individual self how we want to uh, spend this free time that we have, right? So in remembrance of family, love, uh, the meaning of uh, being together, given, you know, things like that. We just have to change the way we look at it. You know, um, uh, people are going to try to make you still go with whatever, the herd mentality, right? Everybody else is yeah, doing this. So you're gonna, you're, yeah, you're going to do this too. Uh, we don't have to do that. We could, we're individuals. We could make our decision. It's like... Um, I like the, I like, that was actually one of my most favorite holidays from, I was a little kid, you know, so I don't, I miss the portion of it that deals with, because I love to cook and I love to, you know, be around family and that feeling. So my, my interpretation of it going forward will be, this is a time that I take to, um, even though I love my family every day, but this is a time I take to spend that time that I don't normally get to spend with them um, and, and show them really how much I care about them. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And when you think about, you know, holidays, major holidays, Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas, you know, um, 4th of July, you know, Memorial Day, Labor Day, picnicking, having fun, you know, um, we think about family. And even though it's something that we should think about every day. Um, but because, like you said, we all have busy lives, we are hustling and bustling, living our daily lives, you know, that we need to stop, put the brakes on, and just be with family, you know, whatever the, the celebration may be. Um, and coming together uh, to celebrate life, um, no matter how we were raised. Um, we are all raised differently, you know. Um, with myself, I man, my, I had to be in church. My mother, and my my father was an accomplished pianist, and he played in the church. My mother, she was our vocal coach, and we had to sing. Me, and my twin brother, and younger sister, you know, we raised in the church. Little mommy, our grandmama, oh, you better go to church, you know. And so you have that tradition that you're raised with. Um. To the point where, okay, when you get older and you think about what were we really celebrating, but then we say, okay, well, you know what I love about it? I love seeing my cousins. I love seeing my aunties. I love seeing, you know, my uncles, you know, and everybody coming together and celebrating and have fun, you know, and, and, and loving one another. That, that's key. Where so many people do not have that. Um, I was just talking to my friend uh, last night, I hadn't seen him in a long time, but we got together, and he's concerned with his mom. His mom has dementia, and he has a brother who's, um, who's doing elder abuse. Now, when you think about that, that's heavy. And you think about people who are not 
having the opportunity to feel the love, to share the love, to understand what it is even to have somebody love you and come together and, and just say, hey, you know what, I love you. Let's, let's, let's do something or let's let the family get together. Here you have somebody who's got a mother who's, you know, she's, she's you know, an elderly, and it's hard. It's hard. So, well, I got off, all, off, off there to a different track, but bringing it back, you know, we think about the, the holidays and, and Christmas being a major, major holiday, of course, of, of family getting together. When you talk about the trees and you hate chopping down trees, there's a commercial, a car commercial. Um, is it Infinity? I, I forget it, but I know it's a black family that had chopped down a tree. And at the end of the tree, they're, they're driving down their neighborhood with that tree on the top of their roof, the way they brought it. And they're driving down the, down the, down the street, and they saw all their neighbors putting their old tree, dried up tree, whatever, on the sidewalk for the trash man to pick up. They're driving down the road with this tree still nice and live and vibrant. They took it right back to where they got it, and they replanted that tree. And the little girl said, I'll see you next year. See, when you think about those kind of things and the, um, the intention of not wanting to destroy what God has put on this earth for us and for um, um, not destroying the, the trees. And, boy, if the forest can speak, I mean, I even think you remember this movie where um, the, the actual trees, and of course it was sci-fi, but the actual plants, trees, and grass had developed this communal type of toxin that would kill humans because they got sick and tired of humans destroying and tearing and burning, you know, the forest. Um, when you think about those kind of things, I know that way went way off somewhere, but really you want to think about that um, how you don't want to destroy trees. They're here to be, to, be, to be where they are, planted where they are. That's why you have them giant trees in Yosemite, you know, all these other forests, you know, and mountains, when you see these gigantic trees that started as a seed. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't have a Christmas tree either, but we did have a Christmas tree when we were kids. We always had a Christmas tree when I was growing up. Even for my kids, I had a Christmas tree, okay? But um, when you think about all the things that's transpired with Christmas and, and the, you know, the, the, the celebratory customs, you know, associated in various countries and all around the world where, where Christmas, you know, there's such a mixed view on it and people have their views. Uh, but coming down to, to the reality um, of Christmas, um, it's something that we really need to um, really think about. Um, so many people, like I was telling Chief, there's a whole lot of people who show or disagree with what you're saying. Why? You know why? Chief, I'm going to ask you that. You know why people would disagree with you about that? Would you have shared earlier? Yeah, I mean, because we, we feel more comfortable being a slave. You know, we, we're the only people that have gone through what we have gone through 
over 310 years on the plantation, now 160 years post-slavery. I mean, this crap is still in our DNA, still there. And so we don't necessarily know out of our own ignorance. We just don't know, and we don't want to research, so we become complacent, and we just keep doing all these paganistic-type rituals and keep doing these things, and we're caught up into these zones, not only from these uh, paganistic holidays, but our dietary habits. I mean, a black person's a damn fool to sit out here and go to the store and buy a bucket of chitlins next week and 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 and, and cook those pig guts. <laughs> and you and, know they are people. That that is that is that was a tradition, and that is a tradition for ch- uh, chitlins, black eyed peas. Um, uh, oh, something else, something else, and it's um, yeah, black eyes and, and greens and stuff, and and see, and this is the stuff that was given to us while we were slaves on the plantation. The slaves didn't want to eat that crap, but that's when the when the master made them kill a hog, he gave them the 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 guts, the doo doo line, and said, okay, this is for y'all, but we gonna eat the the ham and the ribs and the the chops and all of that. And so the slaves took it and said, well, hell, this is all we got, so let's fix it up. And so even with the, Yeah, and even with the greens, when they start cooking, the, when the slaves start cooking the greens and the the slave master would say, y'all give me the greens, y'all can have the pot liquor. Mm-hmm. And they saw that, and they saw how, how the slaves were getting fat and healthy off of that pot liquor. They that's found right. out that all that's of the nourishment right. was in that pot liquor. Now that they weren't getting fat, they were getting bucked and ripped. And, yeah. and, yeah. and the, the, the slave master saw how the slaves were getting so muscle-bound and healthy, not fat. You got, mm-hmm. you got well, I mean, yeah, healthy. Well, they were getting healthy, yes, yes. And so the, the slave master one day called in a doctor and said, Doc, how come these uh, slaves are getting so healthy and us white folks are looking so, you know, white? And the doctor said, what are you feeding them? Well, give them this greens juice, this pot liquor. And we eating the greens. He said, you damn fool, that's why they're getting ripped. You, you, yeah. you give them the, the most potent part of the, uh, of the greens. You give them the juice. This is what what's the remnants of the greens. And that's where the proteins are. And and, and that's why when, remember when a few years ago when Jimmy the Greek said, somebody asked him, how come the black athlete or so much stronger and faster, he said that they were bred that way on on the plantation. And so it came from working six, seven days a week and can't see in the morning, they can't see at night, and and drinking collard green juice and, and getting out there working and building up a muscle mass. And and this is how we we got that physique and it became part of our DNA as a as a part of our overall physical structure. And so I, I, it's just a shame that we just fall, we, we just continue these things that we were taught. Our parents didn't know any better. Our grandparents didn't know any better. And they just continue to follow tradition. And so they just pass that along to us, and we continue to do it until we start thinking out of the box and start looking at this crap and saying, wait a minute. Something ain't right here. 
something is wrong. I'll, let me say one last story and I'll shut up. It's just like when my family went into the nation of Islam and, and my cousins told um, their father, my uncle, that um, look, December 25th was not the birth date of Jesus. It, it, he was born in the latter part of September, early October. And our uh, minister that we had at the Christian church, Reverend Washington, was a very learned uh, Christian preacher back in the day. Very learned, very uh, respected, highly. And he said that if you go to him after church in his office and ask him, he'll tell you that Jesus wasn't born on December 25th. And so after church that day, he said, Rev, can I talk to you for a minute in private? He said, okay. And so they went in his office, but just the two of them, and he said, you know, my son told me that Jesus wasn't born on, on December 25th. Is that true? He said, yes, Hank, that's true. He said, why don't you tell the people? He said, I can't tell them. If I tell them the truth, they will not come back to church. And that came from Reverend Peter C. Washington, who was a very wise brother. And that's not to demean by any, I, I respect the man dearly, the first preacher I ever had. And, uh, and so this is the thing. A lot of these preachers, the, the preachers with knowledge, and especially the ones that are 32nd degree Masons, they know the truth, but they will not teach the people because if you teach the truth in that church, the people will not come back. They will go to another church, to a church that will lie to them. I'll shut up. I'm out. There, and, and, but that's so sad because people need to open up their mind and realize, um, you know, where it all began. <clears throat> and as, as um, we think about Jesus and, and, and celebrating of his birth, you know, it's just like we celebrate um, um, this time, you know, all the, all the traditions and all the, you know, festivities and all this stuff that has been built around it. This is man-made. This is man who put this stuff together, you know. And so, like you said, we need to be open to um, reality, be open to it. Uh, we got a caller from Southern California. Caller, who's this on the line right now? This is Lorenzo. Zozo, what's up, my brother? Hello, how are you? I'm doing very well, very well. Well, we're talking, you hear what we're talking about. What's your take on Christmas? Well, to be honest with you, I think this I mean, from by me being a kid to me growing up and really know what it is, I think it's a big old lie that of just people in America just 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 made a truth, made a big lie to the truth, and branded it and marketed it to where it's 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 the truth, but it's a truthful lie. And there's so much money being like just transacted during this time, and there's so many people that can't afford gifts. To for people or just can't afford to buy gifts, but there's so many people expecting gifts, and it's just a big, you know, a big old war, a big old chaos type of energy because you're gonna have Christmas every day, and uh, and it's just like to me, it's a big lie because once I realized that there wasn't no Santa Claus that my mama was the one biting the apple and biting the cookie that was on the table in the morning when I woke up. Then to come to find out they buying the gifts, I mean, that's a big lie. And I think kids need to know the truth. 
Exactly. You know, I really do feel that. I really do feel that. I mean, but it's a big lie. And I would say, if they lie about Santa Claus, what else, is, what else is a big lie out here that people just made it a diversion that is just so real to people? I mean, it's a good feeling. I mean, a good if we can make people happy at times and stuff, but it's, to me it's a big brand of just a big lie from just from the beginning. And, and there's people that deals with that lie and accept the lie, and the lie just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And how many more lies? And how many more lies in our society that we're living on? Just like the election, the election was a big lie. I mean, really, who? How many people really voted? Like, I mean, think about it. All these big lies we like owning up to and say, "Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's cool." Oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna go for that one. That one sounds good enough for me. And that's just what's going on. But what type of people are we? I mean, are you part of that? or Are you not a part of that? Very true. Very true. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've been here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Roslyn's Corner. Um, of course, we have always, you know, stated things that's been going on with T25CL, with uh, um, our new venue, and having shows. We had a very merry Motown Christmas, which was a phenomenal time. I had a great time doing a tribute to the ladies of Motown, <clears throat> and of course uh, with our guys, the Five Tempting Men, who did their did their do with the Temptations Review. <laughs> Gotta give my hats off to my brothers, um, but it was a great time. Also, my hats off to uh, Martin uh, Michael Ingram, who was a doo-wop, of course. And um, we're looking to do more more shows. We're looking to um, also have. Uh, United We Stand, the movie uh, coming up shortly. And then look, people, go to www.t25cl.com. Go to our, our drop-down link of movies and view United We Stand, the movie. <clears throat> you can purchase it. It's only $5.95. You can watch this movie for 48 hours, as within 48 hours, as many times as you want. But, I, you know, look, just go and buy it, Okay. Zoe, did you watch it? Did you go and buy it? Who, me? Uh, uh, there's only one Zoe here. <laughs> remember, remember, I've seen it at the, uh, I've seen it two times. Yeah. All right. Well, we can watch it again. It's, <laughs> it's just like any movie. It's just like any movie. Oh, I missed that. I didn't see that part. I yeah, that uh, that. I, 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 I T-voted. <laughs> All right, well, listen, well, look, tell you people who have not seen it, because I know you know a lot of people who have not seen it, direct them there. Tell them, hey, y'all need to come watch this movie, okay? All of us, we all need to do that same thing. Even put it on your on your Facebook, on your Instagram, you know? There's one yeah. thing that we need to do as individuals is to support one another. Support these businesses, but support T25CL, a black-owned business. We need your support. We can't do it by ourselves, okay? We need everyone to just, hey, y'all, just, y'all come. Get on board and just support one another and support the great cause that's coming forth, you know, with, our, with this movie. People will love the movie. Like this is saying, a lot of people said this is one of the greatest shows we've seen in a long time. So, um, like I said, let's go there. All right, well, listen, I'm, I'm wrapping up my show uh, it's been very interesting. There's so, so much that needs to be learned. Just 
on the holiday of Christmas itself. Um, you, you can think about, you know, the, even the, the Christmas ornaments. Um, like we were talking about the Christmas tree. How about Xmas? You know, people get so up up in the arms about Xmas. Is that a Christmas Xmas? But if you if you see what the X the, the the letter X is a Greek letter, and which is the first letter of the Greek word for Christ, or Christos. Okay, um, which means Christmas. I I like to spell out Christmas, but hey, Xmas it's the same thing. People have their opinions. People have their say, and there's so many things that can be get, that can be learned. You know why December 25th? Why Advent? Why the 12 days of Christmas? Uh, why the Christmas tree? What, what, what's about what, what is it about Christmas bells, um, or, or even the candles, or you know uh, Christmas carols and the history of the, the history of Christmas carols and how all this stuff came about? There's a lot that needs to be. There's a long, long list of things that can be said about Christmas. Even St. Nick. Come on, somebody. Okay? Uh, Kids cry, there's no real Santa Claus. No, no, baby. No, no. It's the spirit of giving. The gentleman, call him uh, Father, you know, Father Nicholas, St. Nicholas. Uh, That's another whole story within itself, Okay? You talk about the, the man who was behind the story of the father of Christmas or St. Nick, you know, and how it all became, you know, Santa Claus. And it's just a long story. But when we think about it, um, uh, Chief hit it on the head. We need to get down to the reality and know what the truth really is. Okay? But still, I wish everyone a great holiday a blessed holiday, blessed Christmas. Have a great time. You know, get friends and family, and hey, let's bring in this new year with a bang. So before I go out, I want anyone to have a last question or comment tonight. No? I would say everybody just want to enjoy yourself over this holiday weekend and, you know, kind of suspend your beliefs of the reality of it all and just Go out and enjoy yourself, and don't get into a funk behind it. And uh, just enjoy it. Just play it off. You yeah. know, we all we know the truth, and we know what it is. Watch the Raiders on Saturday. Watch the Warriors on Sunday. And hey. just have a have a good time. <laughs> all right. Very good. Well, uh, Alex, Lisa, thank you for coming on again. My 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 faithful callers, thank you so much. Even even a uh, grumpy cat. I don't know who grumpy cat is, but uh, you talked about Christmas was a festival in the past. It was it was designed to coincide with the winter solstice, which which we went over in the beginning of the show. Um, very true. Um, but um, I want everyone to go to www.t25cl.com and view all, just view our page. Man, there's so much great information on there. But most of all, watch the movie. And also, we have our other shows that we have. Of course, tomorrow night will be Dr. Nanana Kwaku and Corey Jeffries with um, uh, Soul Vibrations. Of course, Monday, we have uh, Lorenzo Mel- Elvis Murphy with uh, Compton Politics. And of course, Tuesday, we have Miss Barbara McGee and Rodney Best, okay, with uh, Straight Talk from the Higher Brush. 
So um, I just want to wish everyone a safe, festive, and loving holiday. So without further ado, I'm going to say five, four, three, two, one. Everyone have a good night. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Oh, 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 With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.